What's going on, y'all? Before the episode starts, I just want to say that next weekend, we may or may not be dropping an episode. We're not sure yet. That's because Thanksgiving's coming up, and we're all going to be traveling around. So we're not sure if we're going to have time, Um, but we will try for sure. But if not, we will for sure be back for the weekend after. Uh, Besides that, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the food. Enjoy time with y'all families, all of that. Have a blessed, blessed day, blessed weekend. Um, But yeah, man, let's hop into the episode. All right, man. Welcome back to the Punts and Brenner podcast, episode number eight. I'm here with Avery and Willie. They're back in action. We got a load of episode today, guys. Load of episode. We got we're talking about some Bulls, talking about some Knicks, talking about the bum ass Rockets, the Suns, and how they're looking good. And me, Avery, really, heat. Amy, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no heat today, unless ah. unless Avery brings it up by himself. But me and Avery also made a bet, which we'll talk about later. But let's hop right into it, fellas. Let's hop right into it. The Bulls are eleven and five. As we know, they have all these new pieces: the Rosen, Caruso, Vucevic, who they added last year, uh, Lonzo, and they they look good, bro. They look good. Eleven and five, like I just said. And I don't know about y'all, but I've never in my days seen a team come together this quickly. Or like with, with this many new guys and have all this chemistry, and we saw it in the preseason, and we're seeing it now, bro. They look like they've been playing together for like seven years. They're running the floor, doing everything. Levine, the Rosen are both top five in scoring. Lonzo's having a career high three four percentage again. He, he goes he goes up every single season. Caruso surprised me. Caruso's number two in the NBA in steals. Vucevic even missed some time, and they're still winning games. No Patrick Williams, who was a starter. It doesn't matter. They're top five. Sorry, they're top ten in defense and offense. One of five teams, along with the Heat, the Warriors, the Jazz, and the Suns. And they've had a difficult schedule. A couple episodes we brought it up, how they had a difficult upcoming schedule. But since then, they beat the Jazz, beat the uh, Celtics, beat the Nets, beat the Mavs, beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers, beat the Nuggets. And... I don't know if this is a miss on us or what, but we didn't even mention Levine in our in our top fifteen player rankings. He wasn't even an honorable mention. But what have y'all seen from this Bulls team that has impressed y'all so far? I feel like uh, they're a team that's just full of players that know how to play that. Well, they're a team that's full of players that know their role and know how to play their role. How about you, Whips? Honestly, this surprises me a lot, but then again, it doesn't surprise me. The um, Lonzo having a career high three point percentage again doesn't surprise me because again, we know how when he first came into the league, he was shooting a crooked or whatever you want to call it sideways or from his lower hip, and then the uh, NBA shooting coaches yeah, fixed that, it. That windmill shot. Yeah, NBA coaches fixed it, and then he started shooting from uh, um, his side, which became obviously better, as you can see. And we all know Lonzo, DeRozan, Levine have been pretty decent on defense, so the defense doesn't surprise me either. But just them coming up so quickly surprised me, though. And Crusoe, we know Crusoe. Yeah, Crusoe. Like, the spark plug to the Lakers come off the bench, so he kind of doesn't surprise me either. I don't know. I feel like they're just clicking, and 
DeRozan surprised me though, because DeRozan has never really been playing like how he's been playing. As yeah. you said before, he's always been like a on and off type of guy. So I mean, he's always been putting up numbers though. Yeah, he but could always score, but it wasn't like he could this. always score, but like he wasn't like winning games. I guess you could probably put it like that because he was winning in Toronto. Yeah. But uh, obviously, we always knew they weren't. They just weren't going to beat LeBron because it was like it was like mental for them, especially for DeRozan. He always choked against LeBron, but uh, it is LeBron. But also, he wasn't popping threes like this either. But on top of this, I feel like every single good DeRozan team, it was like he was the clear cut best player or scorer. And now Levine is probably, is, I mean, nine probably he he is the best player, and he's a better scorer than him. Uh. I think the biggest thing about this team is I mean, really that was what him being what Levine being the, like a clear cut. Yeah, I think like a clear, you a clear cut. What better player, better score, better score. I I want to say know, yes, but like I, I I don't know if it's clean. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's clean, but right now obviously yes. But if we're gonna talk about as a whole, I don't know if it's clean. Like clear cut, I don't know. Well, I think that's, that's also a testament to, to the Bulls, too. I mean, like, when you have two guys who are both top five in scoring right now, that's just – that's just a lot. Because, I mean, obviously, you have two guys uh, top five in scoring, you're going to be good. And I think the best part about them and the team as a whole, I saw – I was talking to someone on Instagram the other day, and they compared it to, like, puzzle, like puzzle pieces, like how every, every other team changes stars, but they added pieces to the puzzle. And what he meant by that – which I completely agreed with is that none of them really play like the same way. You know what I mean? Like Levine is a guy who can drive and shoot. DeRozan is more of a mid-range guy with finishing and can shoot when he wants to. Lonzo doesn't really need the ball in his hand, but he's a great facilitator and can shoot. And then, you know, guys like Vucevic when he's playing is more of a paint guy and a, a spot up jump shoot guy. Um, and then obviously, you know, Caruso off the benches, just energy and, you know, all of the above when he, when he wants too. to. Yeah, energy and defense. So I think, like, in terms of the fit, because I was concerned about the fit just because I didn't really know how the Rose was going to play. Um, I had faith in Lonzo, obviously, because I like Lonzo. But I just wasn't sure if it was going to work taking the ball out of guys like Levine and the Rosen's hands. But, I mean, obviously, Lonzo was happy to get rid of the ball at any time. And when he could shoot like this, then yeah, but Lonzo would have been a pass first guy, so like, exactly, doesn't really surprise me. I, I mean, it was, oh, you got it. Uh, I was just gonna say, going back to Levine being a top fifteen uh, player, he is playing like a top fifteen player, but then again, he's not a top fifteen player. I, I don't. I yeah, don't I don't think, think he's so. top fifteen either. But just but he's to go playing back, like one. He, he definitely is playing like one. But just to, just to go back to our. Our list, our honorable mentions were Donovan, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, yeah, but do you, Bradley do you really think he's Westbrook. Than those people, bro. Honestly, do you really I think he's better than Westbrook. Westbrook, Westbrook was honorable mention. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm putting him above him now. Yeah. I don't know if he's. To be honest, I gotta, bro. I gotta say, I, I don't know. I, I gotta say, I gotta put, I gotta pull James Harden down, way down. Yeah, Harden has to go down, way Jimmy. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Wait, didn't I say that though? Didn't I say y'all was bugging for putting? Nah, I was bugging. Or am I bugging? No, that no, was no. me. Avery, I mean, uh, Willie, me and you on the same page. Avery had that nigga up <laughs> every time. Avery's bro. Bro. <laughs> He disappointed me. I kept trying to tell him, I'm like, bro, he's not better than Luca and Jokic. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. MVP. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I, mean, I remember those right? years, but he disappointed me. 
He had him at like five or six. I think he had five or six. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, Harden was definitely great. But but just back on Levine, I think think that's definitely definitely better than than Westbrook. I think he's right there with like Bradley Beal. Yeah. You honestly think like Westbrook playing at his best, Zach Levine playing at his best, Zach Levine's better? Because I honestly, I don't. I don't agree. I, I, I think agree. I think if they're both, if I had to pick a, I, I don't agree. If I had to pick one player to help, to help me win a championship, give me Levine. A one thousand percent. So that's 1, what I'm saying. So when Russ, I'm, Russ is a Russ is a nut though. Like we all, yeah. Know. But I think mentality and how you play definitely matters. Like I just trust the ball in Levine's hands a little more. Although Levine's shot, shot selection isn't, isn't always the greatest. At least he's not you know bombing forty footers when he knows he can't shoot. I'm like, you know, Westbrook or taking – I saw a stat the other day, bro. It said Westbrook is has the highest career – career turnovers yeah, per game in, the, in, in NBA history. And if he had zero for every game – or sorry, you know, if he had zero for, for the rest of the season, he would still have the most uh, t- turnovers per game for a career. Isn't that insane? So, I'm just saying I would rather have a guy who can shoot and is getting the ball up. That's all I'm saying. And, and, you know, I'm not saying Levine's a, you know, crazy efficient, but, you know, <laughs> compared to Westbrook, he's like fucking Larry Bird. So that's all I'm saying. Did Levine and DeRozan give you guys, like, Tatum, Brownfields? Not not really. I would I see what you mean, though, in terms of, like – I see um, what you – yeah, I definitely, yeah. See what he, I definitely see what he means. But, honestly, if I was to take one right now, it would be the Bulls. Yeah, just because the I, my biggest complaint with Boston, which I've been saying for almost I feel like a year at this point, is that Tatum and Brown are like a your turn, my turn kind of team. Or you know, selfish. We we seen what his teammates said. Exactly, and even when you watch, it's like you know, it's like if if Brown has the ball, then you know Tatum's not scoring that possession, and vice versa. At least you know most of the time with Levine DeRozan. And this is what I'm saying also, because, like, with with, uh, with Brown and uh, Tatum, their games are very, very similar. Um, Levine, the Rosen, although they're both great scorers, they don't, they, don't, they don't approach the game the same way. So they're not really stepping on each other's toes. They're more complementary scoring pieces. So I think it's a little more of an effective pairing, especially when you have the right guys around you. But don't get me wrong. I feel like if the, if the Celtics had Lonzo Ball and Vucevic, they'd be just as good. That's because I think Boston's missing that kind of piece. I, I think if they had, sure. I think if they had a pass first point guard who was looking to get people their shot like Alonzo Ball, then because I, I think I, I think it'd have been great if the if the Celtics got got Alonzo Ball. I think it'd have been great, but he hasn't gone to the Bulls and look what they're doing now. They're they're balling. But sure. with that being said, with that being said, there are at least two concerns that I have, and y'all can feel free to you know agree, disagree, or, you know, tack on. My first concern is the paint defense. Now, we know Vucevic is not, you know, the Kevin Matumbo out there, but he's not even average. He's definitely below average. They have, they have two losses against Philly this season, one of which Embiid had 30 and 16. And, I mean, Embiid's probably going to kill most players, but I'm just saying. Uh, so, that's my, that's my one concern, especially when, you, when they lose um, Patrick Williams. He was supposed to be like you know a versatile defender, so there's that. And also, 
I was looking at some of the stats. They don't really have a reliable bench score right now. And but to be fair, to be fair, Kobe White has been hurt, and now he's back trying to like kind of find his role. So I'm, I'm guessing that will be his role, just to be kind of like a you know like a, a six man spark plug kind of guy score. Yeah, but if he's not, then I mean having Caruso be your your six man looking to score the ball. I'm not really trusting that too much. So it's going to be a lot. If, so the, I, I think I feel like the only way they're going to make some serious, serious noise is if Kobe White comes in and gives you, you know, 10 to 15 a game at the bare minimum. Yeah, but I, honestly, I think Kobe White may mess up the, like, chemistry they got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may, he may not. But right now, I'm just going to go with he may. That, that's my opinion. And I could Why? be wrong, but, bro, like, Kobe White, I, I, I just feel like he doesn't play to that, like, kind of system they're playing. Like, Lonzo, he doesn't care about scoring. I don't know with that on Kobe because when I see Kobe play, I see him trying to go get his, you know what I'm saying, well, when he was playing. Yeah, he's, he's a kind of more like of a, a score. Like a, a yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like that may ruin it. But, I, like I said, I could be wrong. But I guess we will see what happens. Yeah, I think the question is, can he be like, like can he really yes, can he be Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, is the yeah. question. And I think he can, but I'm not sure if he actually will. But if he can, then these are then the Bulls will be a serious problem. A serious problem. Because they already yeah, have the Rosen and Levine eating and then Lonzo doing what Lonzo does, plus Bushwich comes back and you know, he gives you, you know, your, your eighteen and nine, whatever he gives you. Plus uh you know, Caruso doing crucial things. If Kobe White can come in and give you just, you know, just effective bench scoring to lead the second unit, then I think it's going to be a definitely a good a good thing to add. But um, they play the Knicks tonight. We'll record, we'll record it at 7.30 p.m. But they, so they play them in uh, about half an hour. But speaking of the Knicks, 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 Knicks. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were hot beginning of the year, man. Happening in the year, now they're nine and seven, and it's it's it's, it's typical next, bro. Typical next, typical next. I have not given up faith, and as everyone knows, I'm a next name. I've not given up faith. <laughs> I, I, have. <laughs> I haven't given up faith yet, but it's not looking good. Um, All I'm saying is, I'm not going to mention the two players because y'all know what I'm talking about. They had that one little hot two games and. Barrett. No, man. <laughs> it's not Barrett. He's not talking Evan, about that. He's talking about Fournier. Fournier. Yeah. <laughs> like but my boy Vinny was like, bro, he's the greatest. <laughs> bro, I was excited. Well, he been though. texting me talking about RJ Barrett has arrived. Now he's averaging 10. Yeah, well, yeah, let's just let's get let's get into the details. Let's get into the details. Let's get into the details. So what I've seen, and I've watched pretty much every game. I might have missed one or two, but the gist is they are way, way too reliant on a three ball. And last year they shot a good percentage, and this year they started pretty hot too. But if you just watch the games, they're not even taking quality threes anymore. It's just a lot of, you know, settling. Rose is playing – Rose is playing okay, but he's shooting way too many threes. And he, he's hitting a lot of them, but it's just not his game. Like, I'm not liking that. Uh, Randall, I thought like I saw I, I saw the other night. I think Randall had it was like eleven shots or something like that. He took ten threes. Like that's not your game, bro. Uh, nah, yeah, Randall's. I feel like, but Randall's always been like a 
like a low key nut, bro. Like he'll yeah. really go out there and just really shoot whatever. Like yeah. that's what I feel about him. And the starters have been bad, bro. Uh, most of the positive play has come when the bench is playing in terms of like you know plus minus and just outscoring outscoring the other team. And I'm not saying the bench is better than the starters, but if you watch the game, bro, it damn sure looks like it. And I, and I get like the, the starters are playing against the other starters, and the bench is playing against against the bench players. And the bench is good. You know, you got Burks, you got Rose, you got Quickly, you got uh, um, Ob who's playing okay. Uh, but Kemba and Fournier, bro, are borderline unplayable at the end of games. Randall looks like he has, he like he, he like he forgot how to play basketball the last five minutes because like all of his. Like yeah, he he he's always just trying to take step back threes or pass out of shots. It just looks sloppy. Like you can't you can't really tr- tr- trust him with the ball. Barrett is not quite good enough an isolation scorer to trust him at the end of games. Uh, and I mean the, the stats have shown it, bro. Randall passed seven games. The, the, the Knicks are three and four the past seven games. They they beat the struggling Pacers. They beat the, an Embiidless Sixers, and they beat the Rockets who. We're gonna get into soon. Who are just maybe one of the worst teams in NBA history. So, and they barely beat the Rockets. I, the game was what? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. And I'm, I'm watching. They were losing most of the game. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it wasn't for Burks yeah. having Burks had seven, bro. Burks had 17 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter and saved them, bro. Saved them. But the past seven games, Randall is shooting 37. percent Burks is the second leading scorer in a team, followed by quickly and D Rose. Come was averaging 11. Barrett is shooting 30% from the field on 10 points per game. And Fournier giving you nine. Mm, yeah, so, that is horrible. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. It's crazy, bro. And then on top of that, every five seconds, either Mitchell Robinson or Nose Noel is grabbing their freaking knee or their back. <laughs> or yeah, but we always, we always knew Nose Noel always had, like, problems. I know, bro. But it's just, it's just it's, it's crazy. It's like every single play, I'm, like, I'm just – no, he like he's not hurt, but he's he's just injury prone as hell. And so is Mitchell Robinson. And it's just crazy because like every single five seconds, you 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 look up and it's like, oh my god, is, is this guy out for the season? <laughs> it's like you don't know. And Kemba too. Kemba's like he's just fragile. And then you know you never know what D Rose is. Although he, he he's been healthy the past couple of years, but you just feel like he's like you know I want to I want like I want to speak anything out there, but you never know that guy. Uh, so far they've had the third easiest schedule in the NBA. And now they have the hardest remaining schedule in the NBA. Last year, they were third, the third best defensive team in terms of defensive rating. They are 17th this year. And I think that I think that has to do with the fact you lose a guy like Reggie Bullock, who is not as, as good of a scorer, but he's locked in on defense. Alfred Payton, who I hate. But guess what? He's a, he's a better defender than Kemba. Uh and Kemba and Fournier play no defense. And like I said last night, they look terrible against the Rockets, bro. The Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah, but, bro, they could just be in a slump, bro. Like, every, so that's every, what I'm team, has that, yeah. every team has their ups and downs. Like, So that's what I'm asking y'all. Is there a solution to this? Or what's the problem? Or is this just who they are? There's a definitely a solution to this, bro. Like, they last year, they were a playoff team. Right now, they're not acting like a playoff team. I'm sure – they could figure it out, bro. It's probably just minor pieces that they have to figure it out. But like I said, it could be like a little slump. You know what I'm saying? Like it could just be like a little run, and then they'll have a run that's really good. Like it just all depends on what adjustments they they make. 
if I you're just don't Tom trust Julius, if you're Tom, yeah, I don't trust Julius right now either. But if you're Tom Thibodeau, like because he has multiple times has benched the starters for the fourth quarter and has played nothing but bench players, and that I would mean, be that 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 would be Rose you, quickly. Do you blame? Burks, do you blame him though? Gibson, I don't blame him at all. But what I'm saying, so what I'm asking y'all is, if this keeps up, because obviously it, you can't sustain a winning record by only playing bench players in the fourth quarter. Who is your Who is your final five? Who like who do you honestly, who are you playing? Because it can't be Kemba. Do you, I'm so gonna play Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna play Rose. Like I said, because honestly, I if I was Tibbs, I trust Rose in the fourth. I trust Rose in crunch time. He's been there before. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, injuries, but. He knows what to do. Like he's been there. Like he's been in plenty of amount of times. I obviously put in Randall too. Like even though you he's not playing to his best ability, like yeah, bro, you, you have to. I, I would put in Birch too. Like bro, I mean Birch has been hasn't been the best, but second in scoring, so he's doing something right. Like I don't know, like even though they're doing a slump, you know what I'm saying? So you got I mean, Rose, you got Bercy. What are you gonna do quickly? I was thinking that. Not I might, I might, I might put in Barrett. No, no. Yeah, I'm putting Barrett too. So, 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 so you got Rose, you got Barrett, you got Burks, and then you, got Burks. you got Randall. Yeah. Are you, you running? Randall. Are you gonna? So are you gonna run? So are, are you gonna go small and run another, run another guard with quickly? You're nah, gonna go with Gibson. Nah, you're gonna go with Obi. Nah, you need a big. You need a you're big. You're gonna go bro. with Mitch. Honestly, bro, I might put in Obi. I might. Obi's been like, Obi's been playing pretty good this season, actually. Bro, and for his minutes that he's been getting, he's been doing pretty all right. Like. Yeah, he's, league, he's, he's a little, he's, he's right. kind of a, he's kind of a tweak sometimes. Like, he, like he shoots some deep threes. I'm like, okay, relax. But he <laughs> yeah. is very active around the rim in terms of like you know tippings and catching lobs. Yeah, bro, stuff. he's like he's very energetic. He's acting. I feel like he puts pressure on people, and I feel like that's what they need. I also feel like he's trying to fight for like I mean, a spot on like the minute. So, so I feel like that's why he's trying to like prove something i feel like that could also be good you know what i'm saying i will say this as well the knicks even last season and historically historically um they always play down to the competition and they always play up against the better teams so although this has been the one or one of the easiest schedules so far this year and then the hardest remaining i do have faith they're going to play pretty hard against the good teams and you know, get some dubs. I mean, they did beat the Bulls and they beat the Bucks. So I mean, it's not like they're losing, you know, games against good teams all the time. It's just like, why are you going to the final seconds against the Rockets? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's my concern. But to move, move on to the Rockets, who, who next play last night? The Rockets, bro, one in fifteen. And I mean, I don't even want to talk about this team, bro. Bro, do y'all know who they're running, <laughs> who they're, who they're running at point guard? Bro, I mean, they don't want to pay John Wall. Do you know who they're starting at point guard? Mm, honestly, I don't know because I don't watch the Rockets. I'm not going to lie to you. Bro, I they're not running. Idea. They're not starting a point guard. <laughs> they're not starting a point guard. <laughs> that's like a trick question. They're starting freaking Kevin Porter Jr., who's a, who's a shooting guard at point guard. He can run the point, but it's the same way Kobe can run the point. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously it's not Kobe. I was saying, like, you don't want Kobe running the point. I'm saying, like, you want him at the two guard. He's an off guard. So, same, yeah. same, thing with, same thing with Jalen Green. They're starting – they, I think they gave Eric Gordon a couple starts, but he's not really starting like that. John Wall, they're paying $40 million to set in the bench, which I don't understand at all. How, first of all – I don't – why, bro? I don't for, understand why they're doing that. 
First of all, isn't that isn't that like against the rules? I thought like if you're healthy, you gotta play. I thought you, like you do because bro, play. when when AD won and out of the Pelicans and he decided not to play, he was getting fined every game. So they had to like what was it? Play him like 15 minutes a game, so he'd play like first and like fourth, like 10 minutes. Bro. Yeah, and, and remember like a couple years ago like when it was remember like back when like LeBron was on the Heat, and then uh, I think um. I think that I think Popovich benched all of the all of the starters, and then they, and then he got fined because it was yeah, a primetime game. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how is it? How are they just allowed to not play John Wall, who's obviously healthy, played last year? I I, I get he's injury prone and you know kind of Wait, aging, but, but like why, he's a guy why, who can play. You know why are they doing most that? games? I don't know, bro. And I think it's probably partly tanking, and I think it's also their idea of player development. But this is not how you develop players, bro. Like having John Wall on the like, first of all, what is John Wall giving you on the bench? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what, like I get you have vets and stuff, but like, what is John Wall teaching you on the bench? Like, he's not teaching you how to win because he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he hasn't won anything. So he's not like it's, it's, not, it's not like Haslam, where Haslam is like has some rings. Well, that's different. Haslam. I'm, but I'm saying like it's, so, so it's not it's not it's not like a mental <laughs> standpoint where it's like Wall is you know teaching you things, and yeah. then on top of that. If Wall played, all it's going to do is is set up guys like Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, Kenny Martin Jr., Christian Wood for better success. How is losing every game going to develop, develop your players? It makes no sense to me. DJ Augustine is the only other point guard in the team. He's getting, he's getting 12 minutes a game. 12. And I'm assuming yeah, most of those are garbage one. time. <laughs> garbage time. And it's not garbage time. Guess what? It might as well be because they're probably down by 40 points anyway. That's just blasphemy, in my opinion. So, bro, they're 1 in 15. I didn't even see who they beat. And I could probably look right now, but I don't even care. And obviously, like, if they, if they stay on this pace, they'll be the worst team, worst team in NBA history. I don't think they're going to lose this many games, but they might. Because I've never seen a team with no point guards succeed. But, I mean, if you remember a couple years ago, I think Philly. Started off like 0 19. So this isn't the worst start ever. But I just I, I don't understand how you how you expect to have player development and don't play. Because like having young players is one thing and playing them a lot is one thing, but you gotta surround them with other guys who know how to play. Like that like this is the problem with today's NBA as well. Like when you like like you can't just not have guys who have been there before on your team. Like Eric Gordon should be getting way he he should be starting. It should be starting. It shouldn't be Kevin Moore yeah. Jr. and, and Jalen Green together. Makes no sense. They they, they play too similar, um, and they're both, they're both not real point guards. Augustine, I mean, I would say he should be starting, but John Wall should be starting. He shouldn't be sitting on the bench. It's ridiculous, and that because and it's probably because they. Well, I could understand. I could understand if they would limit his minutes or something, but to play him like not at all is just honestly crazy in my opinion. They can yeah. give. I, there's no reason he can't give you a D Rose type of thing. There's no reason. Bro, there's no last, reason why he can't he can't score ten points a game for you. I know for a fact he can. And last year, and the only reason I know this off the top of my head is because I had him in fantasy. But last year, he um he 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 played most games. He was hurt a little bit, but he played most games. And the only games he 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 rested for were back to backs, which makes sense. That's perfectly fine. But. I don't know how many backpacks they've had, but I feel like it's, it must be less than two <laughs> so far this season. And John Wall has not played at all. I I, I don't understand. And I think it's just a testament to today's league where it's just like they just prioritize putting young young players into the fire 
instead of trying to get them to understand how to win and play the game. And but it's like if they it's don't gonna fuck play up the them, I feel like if they don't play them, they're gonna get backlash for it because they were uh, high draft picks. Yeah, people. Yeah, are, but they can give you. But you can give them twenty five plus minutes easy, and that's that's that, that, that's more than most players. There's no reason why you're starting two non point guards at the two guard spots, <laughs> like. Especially, especially Jalen Green, who does not have point guard skills. Kevin Porter is a better ball handler, but he's not a point guard. So it's just, you know, it's just concerning. It is concerning. But uh, to, to move on from one bad team to a great team, the Suns, they're 12 and, they're 12 and 3. And a few episodes oh, ago, we had, a few episodes ago, we asked what was wrong because they, they, were, they were 1 and 3. We asked, was it, you know, the Aiton contract extension distraction? Was it? Remember you know, I said no. Remember that? You remember that? I don't remember, but I believe you. Maybe. Oh man, now it is. I gotta check the footage. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but but we asked what what it was, and I, I don't know if we're working some kind of you know jinx, reverse jinx, whatever. But since that day, they've won eleven straight games by an average of eleven points. And to be fair, they haven't really played anyone elite. Uh, a lot of it was like you know. No Luca, Mavs, and you know, but the Kings, and you know, people like that. But you know, eleven wins in a row, eleven wins in a row. It's hard to do, um, especially by that by, by that margin of victory. And like I said before, um, they're also one of five teams to be top ten in both offense and defense. But uh, besides that, Chris Paul at age thirty six, year seventeen, is leading the NBA in both assists and steals. He's Yo, 40... it's like I'd be I'd be calling stuff out. He's 41st in turnovers. Leading the NBA in assists and steals. 40, that, that, that's a point guard, bro. That is a point guard. That's what you do. That's what you do. Because like, like, if you think about it, like all the other high assist guys, like, you know, Harden, uh, Russ, um, guys, like, guys like that. Obviously, you have guys like LeBron and, you know, Dame and et cetera, who get assists and don't turn the ball over that much. But Chris Paul's been doing this for the past like fifteen years. <laughs> like his stats right now are the same stats he had when he was like twenty three. It's crazy, bro. And Booker is Booker, and McGee and Kaminsky have been giving you good minutes off the bench, and Bridges and Cam Johnson and Shaman are all elite shooters. What do you What do you think about the Suns? Are they the second best when team in the NBA, well, Loki? Chris Paul at the point guard. I'm not worried. I've been saying it from day one that what I forgot what I said, but I said something about CP three. Uh, being like a top point guard and like a top player, and I was like, nah, bro, he's washed, he's old, and all this. What? Stuff. Wait, wait, I'm telling you, bro. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, he's hey, making up hey, stuff. Hey, on. I'm telling you, bro. I said something, bro. I said something about that. And I was like, nah, bro. Oh my god. I'm telling you, bro. I gotta look at the footage. Like I said, I gotta look at the footage. But as we get back into it, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about them. I guess from day one, they're going to be good. It's not about the contract. No, nothing. I remember for a fact saying that. But I think they're a top three team in the NBA. Either. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, they're – they're. I mean, we, we already saw them last year, and we, we know what they can do. They obviously got to the finals. And, you know, they didn't have the hardest path, but they, they still have to be – it's still hard to get to the finals. So, I mean, I, that, yeah. whole, that whole asterisk crap to me is, is always bullshit. Because at the end of the day, like, you, you got to put it in front of you, and it's hard. But, uh, yeah, bro, they're freaking elite, bro. <laughs> they're elite. And they have every piece. Uh, they have shooters. They have uh, 3 and D guys like, you know, Bridges and Crowder. Um, 
You know, Shamit is always a good new effort. And even Cam Johnson, who is not a great defender, but he tries. McGee and Kaminsky. And y'all, 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 y'all laughed at McGee. I know, I know that much. Y'all laughed at McGee. Because, bro, McGee's always on McGee. the fool. He's always on Shaq and the fool, bro. How can you not laugh at him, bro? He is a fool. He, does, he, does dumb he stuff. is. But you cannot deny the production he gives you, especially as a backup center. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, all I, I remember I said. Remember I said he'll he'll give you a couple bucks, rebounds, and blocks and stuff like that. Like he's always known for his production, but he's always doing some something dumb, bro. Like how can you not laugh? <laughs> and plus, a guy like Chris Paul is gonna you know unleash any center he plays with. Uh, I think he's giving you like ten points and seven boards, which is, I mean, when you think about last year, they didn't have a backup center. They had Kaminsky, who's not really even a true center. He's more of a stretch four. Um, and they had, what, Dario Saric, who's also the same kind of player as Kaminsky. So, like, once Aiton, you know, would get in the foul trouble or something like that or, like, you know, miss a game, you know, it was pretty much wraps. So, when you have a guy like McGee who has, you know, the experience of like that, I think it's also a good thing. But um, right now, I mean, I was, I was at the Warriors are really hot. Uh, Lakers are still, you know, they're still, they're still the Lakers, and then, you know, still LeBron. Uh, the Jazz are still out there, but I don't like about them. What are their odds to make it out of the West? And that means, you know, beat any of these teams. Pretty high, in my opinion, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Pretty high. Percentages, what are you giving me? Because, I mean, are you thinking they're going to beat the Warriors? When everyone bro, back? they can. They can. There's no reason what are why your, they can't, bro. What are you saying, like, percent, percentage-wise? Saying. Like, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60? Bro. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not saying they're definitely going to beat the Warriors or make it out of the West, but I'm saying the chances of them doing that is pretty high. I'm going to go, like, I don't know. I don't even know. It's, it, it is tough just because we got to see how Clay comes back. And, you know, I'm in favor of thinking, you know, Clay's going to be fine. Because <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day – Trust at the end of the day, we know. At the end, end of the day, bro, your arms, his arms, his arms work. <laughs> his arms work. So as long as he gets to shoot the ball, he's chilling. <laughs> but my, the Warriors are going to the finals. Oh, <laughs> my God. We converted him. Bro. We converted him. We converted him. Yo, Willie. I hate Willie. People, Willie. We converted him. I hate him, bro. We converted him. Well, who do you have coming out the, coming up the West? I hate him, bro. Bro. We can make predictions, but like I said, it is very early. Anything can happen. I get it, but who do you have coming up the West? You, you, you was just slandering the Warriors with me not not too long ago. Slanderous, bro. And now he's going they go into the finals. Who do you have coming I mean, up the West? I hate him, bro. I'm gonna stick with my my same team that I said from before, the Lakers. Like I said, oh, oh wow. stop. <laughs> The Lakers. I thought we were past that, Whips. No, we're, we're not past, past that. that. No. I think it's either the Suns or the Warriors, yo. That's going to be a war. I think I think so, too. I think those are the two best teams, not only in the in the West, but I think in the league. Uh, but I think it's, it's going to be – we got to see. We got to see. Cause it's, it's just a long season, bro. And, you know, Chris Paul is due for an injury. Either 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 in round one or round three. Either way, he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, nah, he's not yeah. Hurt. He is really. Bro. He is. Now there's rest. Downfall. He's playing his downfall. Facts. Bro, he was hurt last year. 
This dude, Vinny, became a full-time Warriors fan. He's not a Knicks fan no more. Don't believe anything he said. Oh, bro. stop he's it. He's not a Knicks fan. He's a full-time Warriors fan. <laughs> stop bro. it. It's just low-key that nobody knows but us, bro. bro no, 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 Steph Curry oh, fan second. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. Steph, Steph Curry fan that. second, but but he he's a Warrior fan too. He's a LeBron fan. He gets on. Nah, he's a Warrior fan man, too. No, no, because Steph Curry fan. You LeBron fan first. You LeBron fan first. You LeBron fan first. Yo, I yo yo for me for me if the Knicks played against the Warriors, I root the Knicks. That's all I know. Lying, bro. I root the Knicks. What? Never, bro. You will never root against the Knicks. He'll root for the Knicks, but he's biting his tongue because he low key wants Steph to have a good time. That's win. Time, bro. Because he's he, like, I, hey, the Warriors there, bro. Look, I mean, look, I, I never want to see him struggle, but if Artie Barrett clamped up Steph, I'd be talking mad shit. Mad oh shit. Oh, my God. But with that being said, I do, I am a Curry fan, and I'm, so I'm a little biased. But I mean, how can I not be, bro? How can I not be? I've seen, you know, the past seven years. Of greatness, three rings, about to be a third MVP. But any, but anyhow, Yo, but we're step all time if he gets a third MVP. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I actually want to. I actually want to have an off-season episode about our top, our top uh, players of all time. But I mean, he's already kind of you know inching his way to that top ten already Ooh. with a chip top ten. With a Ooh, maybe because wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. So, wait, so what? Do you, what's your question? Is it is an MVP and a chip, or just the MVP? Alright, we gotta have this conversation for another episode because I do want us to write down our top tens and then write down our like, like top, I guess tens honorable mentions. You know what I'm saying? And then we got the whole thing about that. We gotta, we gotta save it. We gotta save it. I feel like this could be, this could be a really big topic, and we could just talk about it for hours, bro. Because you know what I'm saying, everybody's opinion and stuff like that. So I feel like we should just leave it for another episode. I will say this though: if he gets a chip MVP this season and a a Finals MVP, I have more magic, bro. I got no magic. What? Oh my god! I got no magic. Magic. I really got go. I said it. He's a Warrior fan, guys. Yeah, he's a Warrior fan. I said it. Avery, I know you agree too. No, no. I know you agree. No, no. You agree with that blast? No, no, no. I'm not putting him over Magic, but he's top ten. Avery, Avery, if he's gonna chip an MVP and a Father MVP this season, he's not. He's not gonna. He's not above Magic. Bro, AIDS, stop Magic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro. Wait, wait, wait. Why is AIDS part of the combo? <laughs> you know he would have kept going if it wasn't for that. I'm not putting over magic. I am. But. Yet. Bro, save this conversation for another time. <laughs> this could All be right. a whole topic. All right. To wrap things up, um, me and Avery, they made a little bet. And, you know, me, me and Avery be going back and forth. I mean, it's not, not even just this year. It's been fucking like almost a decade at this point. <laughs> you go back for like almost like almost every day, and for some reason, for some reason, he's always always anti Warriors and anti Curry. I don't know why. He he just hates light skins. <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh my gosh. You do. You do. And it, no. it's, it, there's evidence. There's evidence. <laughs> but our bet is 
if the Warriors and Bucks meet in the finals, I bet eighty bucks on the Warriors. Avery bet eighty on the Bucks. In the past week, the past week, bro, the past week, I've been getting DMs from Avery talking about Bucks and Six, the Giannis this and Giannis that, and. (laughs) Oh y'all forget Middleton's not even back to what he is yet. What? Where do I play? Where do I play? I'm not. Where do I Clay Thompson? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> My question is, uh, this is for everybody, who has the better chance to make it out of their conference? Because obviously, you know, so, so we got, I guess the top guys in the West have a chance to beat the Warriors realistically. It's probably the Suns. Um, I, guess you can, I guess you could throw the Jazz in there if you want to. I don't really believe in Denver. Um, especially without Porter or Jamal Murray. Uh, Lakers, I guess, just because of the star power they have. And then the East, you know, the Bucks will be going against, you know, like the Bulls and uh, the Nets, obviously. And then is, the Nets. Everyone, is everyone healthy? Yeah, but no Kyrie. Honestly, I think the Bucks have the easier Same. path. I'm not going to lie. I think the Bucks have the easier path. I agree. I think so, too. I think it's just because of Giannis. <laughs> and that's the thing, bro. Like, I mean, Giannis, right now, he's not. He's probably not in the MVP convo, and that's probably just mainly because of team success. Because we're not going to be off to a hot start. Yeah, whatever fatigue as well. Uh, but I think by the time the season ends, he'll, he'll definitely be in the combo, at least top five. And plus, like, like you said, Milton, he's been hurt, but he's back. Lopez, who is critical to their team success, especially their defense, He's been – he hasn't even played this season, I don't think. Um, and, but we also know what the Bucks are capable of. I mean, they're, they're, fresh, they're fresh off a ring. So, I mean, there's no, there's no really doubt in them. The Warriors, though, I mean, Curry's having arguably his best season. And they have a great supporting cast. You know, Poole is having a great year. Wiggins is having – you know, pretty – he's playing pretty well. Uh, they, they, and they, they got bodies, you know, whether it's Otto Porter or, you know, uh, Kaminga or uh, – what else they got? They got um, – I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting some names. But you know what I mean? They got some guys, and then Clay and Weissman, will be, they'll come back, and they're, and they're not going not gonna, not, not gonna to make the team worse. All they're going to do is make it better. And then, plus when Clay comes back, then you move and pull to the bench, and that's a six-man type thing. They're first in defense right now, second in offense, and that's without their starting center and starting two guard. So my, my only thing is I just don't know if the Bucs can keep up offensively with, with a fully healthy, the fully healthy Golden State. I don't think the Warriors can guard Giannis. Hundred percent. But if he, so he'll give you forty. He'll give you forty. Fifty so maybe. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna, he's not gonna yeah, but bro. 50. Yeah, but bro. Realistically, who's guarding Steph? So it really pans out. Avery's I mean, Drew Holiday. He's not gonna be guarded, but hell, no. Like Drew Holiday. Drew, yo, he's Drew Holiday. Someone, you know, in front of him. Drew Drew Holiday can guard Steph, but the thing is. He's not going to stop him. What Drew Holiday's going to do is going to make Curry work for his buckets, and Steph Curry is going to work for him and still get what he wants. Still get it. I'm, but he, I mean, he just, he's just going to have to work 10 times harder than what he already, like, he's going to have to work 10 times harder than normal, bro. That's pretty much what he's going Because when, Drew, when Drew was on the Pelicans, Curry was still torching him. <laughs> still yeah, torching but Curry him. had to work. Curry had to fake work for that, though. He was working, but it was a four-game sleep. <laughs> so, <no. laughs> I mean, bro. <laughs> yeah, Giannis is a beast. I'm telling you, they're going to have a problem if they meet. I do want to say, though, also, I think there has to be some credit that goes to Steve Kerr. Because, obviously, like, when 
it, it was easy to say, cause, you know, like when he took over, when he took over from Mark Jackson, uh, like, like before he came, they're already kind of knocking on the doorstep of being great, and then he kind of just added, you know, a little bit more. And then obviously, when KD came, it kind of seemed like he barely even had the coach. But if you just watch them play, bro, like his system is crazy, bro. Like the amount of ball movement, uh, and you know, player movement, and you know, motion and cutting. It makes the game just so much easier. And it's, it, it is beautiful to watch. I think – so, I think that being said, also, I think Steve Kerr will definitely outcoach uh, We get it, Warriors fan. Hey, man, I got 80 beans on this. I'm trying to just make my point. <laughs> I'm trying to make my point. <laughs> Who do you think – wait, so, Willie, are you saying that – I mean, you just said that the Warriors are going to beat the Bucks. Did that not get that right? Yeah. I, I said the if Warriors and Bucks matched up. I got the Warriors. And how many games? And how many games, bro? If everyone's healthy, I'm going five. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got everyone there butts and six. What? Nah, I got Warriors five, bro. With I got Clay? Warriors five, bro. If Steph is still playing like I'm how he's in the whole team, is playing like they always going to get wise in the back. Yeah, bro. I got, I got, I got Steph and five. I'll bet. Give me my money. Oh, you want to get in on it? You want to get in on it? Bro, do a I got it. Bro, I'll, yeah, I'll do a parlay, bro. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask y'all, because I know we talked about kind of we, – we, we talked about Brooklyn before and, you know, the whole Brooklyn versus Milwaukee thing. And, you know, Willie was definitely, you know, in favor of Milwaukee, at least a little bit, um, especially without Kyrie. Now we've seen how, now we've seen how hard he's been playing, and the past couple of games he's been picking it up. It's still it's, still, it's not quite the same, at least visually. That's uh, Milwaukee, bro. So Avery, I know me and you both said that even with it's just just Katie and Harden, I would still take them. Do you do you use them other way? Because I don't. No. I don't. Oh yeah, I forgot Avery some dumb shit like that, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I agree that. with him. I agree both with him. Both of y'all, both of y'all, both disagree <laughs> with me. Like all you need is all you need is them two, bro. Is it not true? Is it not true? <laughs> no, bro, it's not. It's not, bro. Been hey, come on, come on, Wilson bro. Ball, Wilson not, Ball, bro. Wilson Ball. I, yeah, bro, we are gonna get about that into the next episode too. I got a whole lot. To say. I got a lot to say, bro. <laughs> the Wilson Ball, come on. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, bro. Nah, yeah, I I don't think uh, I don't think the way Harden's playing right now because Katie's balling. I don't think the way Harden's playing right now. Especially what I saw last week when uh, when Golden State and uh, Brooklyn played, and it was ugly. That was ugly. So I think uh, I think Harden needs to get in that treadmill <laughs> and uh, work on um, work on some mid range shots because that nigga's bugging. Bugging. Give him to the All Star break. All Star break. <laughs> In top six, and now he's an all star break. I've lost faith. I've lost faith. I've lost all Oh man, oh man. I heard it first. We, we gotta go with the all star break, guys. But, all right, man, with that being said, I'll wrap it up for today's episode. Episode number eight, Both the Murder Podcast, Avery Whips, Vinny. And we will see y'all next week on Sunday. Thank you for tuning in.